We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that the Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. I'm your host, Yue Shu, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host, Julie Krafchick. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. We are excited you've joined us for an older episode. While our earlier seasons were all about dating in San Francisco, we quickly realized all the themes and learnings are universal for all daters. So we shifted to covering dating from all around the world as the seasons progress. The fun part is things happen first in San Francisco, the tech epicenter and counterculture capital of the world. We love for you to keep tuning in to our older episodes, but there is no set order to listen in. So feel free to jump to more recent seasons or relevant episodes for you. Enjoy the show. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Dateable listeners 10% off your first order with code Dateable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. This episode of Dateable is brought to you by Scoot. You can explore San Francisco on electric scooters and have the best first date of your life. Dateable listeners get a special deal. Sign up for $10 and get three hours of scooting. Sign up at scoot.co forward slash dateable or use the code hotdate. 
Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show that opens up a candid conversation about dating in San Francisco. Yay! And you know, when you date so much in San Francisco, you lose your voice because you're going on all these first dates and you have to talk about yourself. And that's, that's why I have this raspy, sexy voice. Oh, <laughs> but the voice that you just heard that was super clear, apparently you haven't been going on that many dates. That's Michael Vargas. And the voice that sounds just so tired and exhausted, but still fighting, is UA. And uh, on each episode, we dissect us dating story. And today we have Alan. Alan, are you there? Hey, how's it going? Alan here. Alan's here in studio with me, and he chugged two glasses of wine before starting. <laughs> it was like a bottle. I pounded it. He pounded it. I was like, is he drinking juice or is he drinking wine? I wasn't sure if they noticed. So this is going to be a good one because he's lit. <laughs> what was your dating story? So th th this reminded me of a story because the other day I was at the gym, and uh, when I'm at the gym, this personal trainer, you know, always like waves to me and everything. Um, I know this guy because a while back, you know, I was at the gym, I'm like, you know, doing my exercises, my weightlifting and stuff, and I was like gazing off in the distance in between sets, and I look over at this personal trainer, I was just thinking like, dang, like if I just like, you know, worked out here like every day, you know, maybe I'll get like really cut, maybe I could like, you know, date like a guy like that or whatever, right? And so then, and I knew who he was because we like said hi to each other. He'd like give me like suggestions on like different things. So, like we definitely knew who he, who each other were. I think we'd even talked at that point. So literally, like I had just talked to this guy, and then like this this whole thought, you know, of like in between sets, taking a break, looking out at this guy that looks like like a Michael Phelps just in my gym, just thinking like, wow, this guy is like so hot. This is gonna be my motivation to keep going to the gym so I can like you know start start getting guys like that to talk to me. I think it was like one day later that I started talking to him on a dating app and he totally pretended like he didn't even know me, right? He's just like talking to me, you know. So we're talking and like I know who he was and, and he's trying to like invite me over and I was like, like, do you even know who I am? Like, I, you know, I just saw you at the gym and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, of course I know who you are. So, so I end up, you know, hanging out with him, go over to his place. He has this like really nice beautiful apartment in the city like 30th floor wow. overlooking the city and so I remember when I went over there the first thing I asked him was like do you have any roommates because I was surprised that like somebody that's a personal trainer has like such a lavish lifestyle and stuff and he was like no it's a one bedroom who would my roommate be so so we end up you know having sex that night and then the next oh, day oh, you just threw that in. So the next day, this guy is like still on my mind because I want to like know more about him because it's like my first first time on a date with him. So I text this other personal trainer who's also at the gym that I had like taken some group fitness classes with. This guy knew me. So both these guys, they're like best friends, both personal trainers at this gym that I go to. They're both gay. They like hang out all the time. So I'm, I'm out, you know, overlooking. Um, we're on like one of those piers by the ferry building, like holding hands, really don't even like this guy, just trying to get some like reconnaissance over my hookup from last night. And so I say to him, I was like, so what's the deal? Like, so fake names here, but I was like, so you know, you and Josh, you guys are like both in shape, you're both single, you're both like uh, best friends, you hang out all the time, like why aren't you guys dating? And he's like, uh, well, Josh is married, so <laughs> can't really date him. Oh. And, and so, he and so that makes sense then of how he had such a nice an apartment that 
he must have like you know some sugar daddy as his husband and then trying to like do stuff on the side or whatever and so then everything went fine and then you know like i see him a lot at the gym but then like right afterwards he'd like text me and he's like oh then he also told me the same thing but he hadn't told me at the time He's like, yeah, like I'm, I'm married, don't want to like cause drama with my coworkers. I'm not supposed to be like dating clients. So he's like, don't, don't like say hi to me at the gym or whatever. It was just one time thing. So, but like, where's his husband? Probably with some other dude. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I mean, you had an inkling. You thought that immediately. That was that was my first thought. It was like, like this is a very fancy place. Was my thought. So I was asked him at that point, but then he just said no, right? He was like, it's a one bedroom. Yeah. He didn't lie. But he didn't lie. I don't, I'm so confused by this whole scenario because San Francisco is so small, uh -huh. so small. Yeah. And especially when you go to the same gym, why would you even pull that shit? Because he just gets away with it all the time? I mean, it's probably just like, you know, you're thinking in the now, you know, like Wayne's World, live in the now. Like, I don't think there's a lot of long-term planning there, you know. All right, so here's a kind of a funny dating story from tonight. So, um, <laughs> so literally, literally, my... Breaking news. Okay, so Breaking news. I've got, I've got two different people, you know, I'm trying to make plans with. And, you know, like when you're like texting people, like if it's like so early on, like the dating thing, like first, second dates, whatever, like... People flake, people ghost on you, right? So, like, if you're trying to, like, go out tonight, like, who really just, like, invites one person out, right? So I have two people that are trying to, like, meet up with me tonight, right? Tonight? Yeah. So it is 10.15. It's a Monday. So, so one of them, you know, I've made plans. High Tops is a sports bar in the Castro. Great place, not that far from here. So, like, we have plans to go there, right? The other guy, I just, like, vaguely, you know, was, like, um you know, saying, hey, let's hang out again, blah, blah, blah. And then he texts me, he's like, hey, where are you at right now? I'm over at High Tops. And I'm thinking like, what the fuck are you doing there? Like, go to a different place, because I got to figure out, you know, who I want to hang out with tonight. I can't have both of them at the same place. I didn't even mention that. Maybe bring them together for a potential? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That'd be a hell of a Monday, right? That would be a hell of a Monday at like 10.30 p.m. So how do you, how, what's your dating strategy then? Are you a numbers kind of guy? You know, date as many people as possible and you, maybe one will stick? Or do you just have a lot of gym memberships and just go to pick out what you want? You know, everybody's, you know, looking for the right person, but in between then, you know, not everybody's Corey and Topanga. Are Corey and Topanga even still together, right? Yeah. So it's like not everybody, you know. In an awful rendition of, it's called Girl Meets World and it's, Terrible. I'm sad and So not everybody's, you know, with their first love. And so I'm, you know, doing all that in-between stuff until I eventually find the person that's right for me. What are you looking for? Are you looking for marriage? Uh, probably abs. If abs lead to marriage, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you just want abs. You just want to be on an app called Abs. Yeah. What do you think? Should I answer it? Answer it. He's getting a phone call. Alan's getting a phone call. This is breaking. This is breaking news. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Hey. Um, just wrapping up the podcast right now. Do you still want to meet up tonight? Sure. Do you want to? Yeah, for sure. Let's get drinks. Okay. What do you want to do? Let's meet over at High Tops. All right, I'll see you there at 11. Okay. All right, bye.
All right, should we call the other guy then yeah. and <laughs> set up? <laughs> like, like, I, I'm trying to set up a Monday. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, my Monday nights are harder than like I party harder on a Monday than like a freshman at ASU does on spring break. Are you gonna have sex tonight? You're gonna have sex tonight. I'm so fucking jealous right now. Yeah. What time do you think you'll have sex? It's 10:19 right now. Do you think you'd be having sex by 11:30? Well, I mean at 11. So like, that's yeah, that's, that's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> We're calling the other one. Okay, call the other one. We're calling, we're calling the other one. And what time are you going to set that one up at? Same time. Ooh. I don't know. Well, should we stagger it? Stagger. That way I can be like, yeah, this doesn't really work out. Yeah. Yeah. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Oh, let's see if he picks up. Oh, he's not even going to pick up? Maybe he'll call back. It's amazing that you guys actually call each other. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Hey, I'm just wrapping up with my podcast right now. Do you still want to meet up tonight? Yeah. Um, do you want to? I'm still at High Tops. Yeah, High Tops is a great spot. Let's meet there. All right, I'm just, I'm just here, and I don't have a ton of time, so I'll have to like, leave about like 11.45 to catch the bar. Okay, I'll be there at 11. Okay, all right, bye. All right, see you soon. Bye. Well, we might need a part two of what happened. <laughs> when you go to the bar, they're both So we got, we got two. Two at 11. You're meeting both of them at 11. Same place, same time. But what are you going to, how are you going to swing this? The first know. one, the first one sounded hotter. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. I like the second one. had like an upbeat, peppy voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So wait, wait. What's your game plan? Well, one of them's a second date. One of them's a first date. Um, both of them, both of them are like in hotels though from out of town. So like, I'll probably just go with who's ever at the nicer hotel, right? Oh, they don't live here. No. Oh, so this oh, is definitely okay. a for a hookup. Yeah. Well, how are you swinging, the, seeing both of them at eleven at the same place? How are you gonna jump back and forth? Probably what I'll do is I'll get there and then I'll say like, oh my gosh, my friend's here, and then go talk to the other one, see how it goes, and then. And then we'll see what happens. You don't think they'll realize? There's like drinking involved. A lot, of, a lot of shenanigans go on, can go on with drinking involved. I've never been at high tops before. Is it like a really busy place where people are standing everywhere and people get lost in the crowd? I mean, it's a Monday. I, <laughs> I don't know. We might, but it, it, it all depends. It will be three people in the entire place. Got it. When you say this is a second date with one of them, define date for me. Um, we grabbed some drinks, and then um, it was actually like afternoon, so then we went to Pete's afterwards, and then we both had like other plans that day, so we like headed off. So wait, what's the hierarchy, abs or hotel room? Oh, oh, this is a good question. Um, I think, I think definitely abs first. But like it has to be like a name brand hotel in the city too. Like I'm not getting on Bart. Like screw that. What am I homeless? I thought you were gonna say name brand, name brand abs. Some place that I can Uber to like in a reasonable price and a reasonable time frame. Yeah. It are the intentions set on these dates? Yeah, I'm like a big fan of. I don't know if anybody's like coined this term, but I like alternate on my dates. Right. So it's like. Like, let's say every other date, right? You have, like, your date that's, like, this is, like, the one. This is the person that I'm going to, like, try so hard with. Like, we're going to, like, you know, keep it politically correct. We're going to, like, go to, like, to the nice dinner. Or whatever it is you're going to try to do to, like, go over the top with them. Maybe, like, take them to a concert or whatever. 
and then they have a thousand other options, so they don't call you back. So then you alternate, and you're like, all right, this next one is going to be like, you know, somebody that I find attractive, but like, come on, we're going to make this like a sure thing. So you got to alternate. And what what's tonight? This is the hookup night. Yeah, like two really good options. For hooking up. Yeah. They're out of town. Whatever. One of them's in like Idaho. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 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 this is like a big group for the year. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so what what is your dating life right now? What is it like? Because I feel like you you are like you're definitely a busy dater. Uh, I'm social, yeah. <laughs> social. <laughs> um, well, I feel like you have your so you know people have like a lot of definitions. They're like together. They're Facebook official, whatever it is. And then in between that, you have like the people you're talking to, and then you like have your other people that you're just meeting and stuff. So so I usually have you know like one or two people. Then I'm like talking to that's like in the background, like maybe I'm out of town, they're out of town, like we're out of sync with each other. And so then like in between, you know, then I like meet other people. What are some of the challenges that you're facing when it comes to dating? Um, I feel like there's a lot of challenges when it comes to dating. I feel like when you're single, you feel like, geez, like to find the right person, I need to be like super in shape and like really successful in my career and like you know educated from like a top school but have like a huge group of friends but then also when I hang out with this person be able to like have it just be us but if we wanted to hang out with a lot of people you know like some one person told me that like in San Francisco they're like oh you're single because you're from here it's more interesting to meet somebody that's like from Europe or from another place so I just feel like there's like probably like 20 things that you could hone in on on like you know, things things to aspire to when you're you're dating, trying to find somebody. So, um, but I feel like at the end of the day, it's just about like who you can make a connection with. You know, like so many times when people are dating, it's like they want to do these like over the top things, like a trip to Half Moon Bay or a trip to Napa or Vegas or like a concert or like their you know, this huge party that they know about. But I feel like. The real connection is like if you could just be at a coffee shop with somebody for like two hours, hanging out, having fun, or like riding in an Uber with somebody, like laughing, you know, then like that's when you know you like found the right person. When there's like no activity, no plans, and like you just have fun like taking an Uber across the city with them. Uh, what are some takeaways? Let's go to takeaways first. I think one of my takeaways is just be in the moment. We've talked about this on previous episodes. Live in, Live in the now. I think dates can, all dates can be phenomenal if you just are present and stop thinking about the potential future the next morning. Just do whatever you want. Like, just be happy and don't deprive yourself of that sort of nowness, happiness. Uh, I think that a lot of, one of my takeaways for today is that you know, even though people might be gay, straight, or anything in between, that there's still so many things that we identify in, at least in San Francisco culture, like, mm -hmm. I think this allows for so much of that to happen and for us to connect to all of it. Um, question of the day. Um, oh, yeah, you have to go. Yeah, so we do have a question of the day, but Alan used to go to meet his dates, plural. I want to answer the question of the day. Yeah, let's answer the question of the day. This one comes from Stacy. She says, how do you guys feel about double booking? Sometimes I feel like it's more efficient to have a date after another, you know, so then you don't linger and, and overstay your welcome. How do you guys feel about 
double booking. I'm a huge fan of double booking. Double booking is essential because what happens with dating is you realize so much that First of all, sometimes you yourself, like you, you know, think that like somebody's great because you're talking to them back and forth, and then you like dive deeper, deeper into their Facebook photos, and you then maybe yourself want to flake and like you get sick, or like so many times, you know, you you set up a date, you like schedule your whole night around it, like you cancel plans with your friends or whatever else you had going on, like Friday night, you like you have blocked away this time. For this day, all week long, you've like told other people, oh, sorry, I can't Friday night. And then how devastating is it when Friday afternoon that person says that they're sick or something came up and they try to reschedule to like Saturday. So at least if you double book, then you get to be the person that, that cancels. But also knowing that you're right, like we've talked about this, that flaking is a reality of dating, that odds are you don't have to feel that bad about it because if a lot of times if you double book one of those two people, will either you know try to reschedule for various reasons or one of the two people will be fine with the rescheduling. So double booking, I feel like, is essential. See, okay, I, I understand that from a dater's point of view, how that is really efficient. But from the person who is being double booked on, I feel bad for the first person. Because mm -hmm. I, I would hate to be the person who's, who's like, you know, going on a date with someone and knowing, that, or not even knowing, but they're going on a date with someone else right after me because I feel like their attention is going to be spread out. So I would just hate to, for that to happen to me. You just got to really plan out your transitions, you know, like you just got to say, oh, and I meet up with some girlfriends later. It's like, a, you just be okay with lying. White lies are golden in that situation. So if you're double booking, it's all about how you sell it. And then the first date will maybe think that it's, wonderful even though they'll maybe never see you again i'm just gonna wrap this up guys don't forget to submit your stories and remember you can always remain anonymous we can change the names of all the parties involved and last but not least thank you alan for being here in san francisco stay dateable you're no hermione but scoot can get you places faster than anything no need to wait around for a bus and they're way more incognito than a carpool for your late night rendezvous Speaking of sharing partners, Scoot is a network of electric shared scooters. All one-way rides, they're commitment-free, plus they all come with phone chargers because Scoot knows you're running low from all those texts and snaps. Sign up for just $10 with the code HOTDATE or go to scoot.co forward slash dateable. To connect with us, visit dateablepodcast.com.